Welcome to the Racing Wire Podcast Network's encore presentation of the Performance Motorsports Network's broadcast of the Hoosier Racing Tire SCCA Super Tour races from Buttonwillow Raceway Park. This race was first broadcast live Sunday, February 20th, 2022. Races are winding down here at Buttonwillow Raceway Park for the 2022 Hoosier Racing Tire SCCA Super Tour. Two races left here this afternoon and this weekend, and we are at our second open wheel group. These are the aforementioned wings of the Wings and Things groups. And uh, here is your starting grid. 32 cars in the lineup. Starting 32nd, car number 14, a Formula Continental out of Garibaldi Heights, British Columbia, Glenn Woloski. Starting 31st in the O2 Formula Continental from State Line, Nevada, it's Kim Wilcox. Starting 30th, car number one of Formula X from Germany, and that is David Schnell. So uh, he's come all the way from Europe just to run here at uh, Buttonwillow. Starting 29th in the 06 FX car from Arroyo Grande, California. It's Terrence Carraher. Starting 28th in the 53 Formula Continental from Galetta, California. It's Paul McFarlane. Starting 27th in the 46 Formula Continental from San Luis Obispo, California. John Faberjanic. Starting 26th in the 11th. 11 car FX from Los Gatos, California. It's Max Parker. Starting 25th in the 13 car Formula Continental from Santa Paula, California. Nick Kodenko, or Kodenko, say. Sorry about that. Starting 24th in the 21 car from Malibu, California. It's Peter West. Starting 23rd in the 18 car from Downey, California. It's Tom Hope. Starting 22nd in the 75 Formula Continental from Mission, British Columbia. It's Rick Payne. Starting 21st in the 96 Formula Continental car from Manhattan Beach, California, it's Herinda De Silva. Starting 20th in the 27 Formula Continental from San Jose, California, Daniel Swanbeck. Starting 19th in the 87 Formula Continental from Mission Viejo, California, it's Troy Shooter. Starting 18th in the 35 Formula Atlantic from Redondo Beach, California, Greg Labati. Starting 17th in the 17 car. It's a P2 from Thousand Oaks, California. It's Matthew Treglia. Starting 16th in the 65 PX car from Riverside, California, Dave Tweedley. Starting 15th in the number 5 FE2 car from Cave Creek, Arizona, John Yateman. Starting 14th in the 44 car. It's another FE2 from Chatsworth, California, Paul Marino. Starting 13th in this 37 FE2 car from Scottsdale, Arizona, Corey Condit. Starting 12th in the 45 FE2 car from League City, Texas, Whitney Strickland. Starting 11th in the 99 FE2 car from Tagard, Oregon, it's Caleb Schrader. Starting 10th in the number 7 P1 car from Laguna Hills, California, Joseph Moran. Starting 9th in the 62 FE2 car from Saugus, California, TJ Aker. Starting 8th in the 22 P2 car from San Jose, California, John McIntyre. Starting 7th in the number 8 P2 car from Scottsdale, Arizona, it's Tim Day Jr. Starting 6th in the number 36 P1 car. Coming all the way from Camuela, Hawaii, it is Johnny Crean. Starting 5th in the 82 P1 car from Las Vegas, Nevada, Todd Slusher. Starting 4th in the 23 P1 car from Alamo, California, Jim Devonport. Starting third in the 71 Formula Atlantic from Charlotte, North Carolina, it's Kenton Coke. Starting second in the 26 car, it's a P1 from Lake Havasu City, Arizona, Chip Romer. And our winner from yesterday, 
our pole sitter today in the number 15 car from Homewood, California. It's Aaron Bailey. And that is your starting grid for race group number six. <laughs> well, here, here we go, buddy. Here's your uh, your second largest group of the weekend. And it's yes, our open got, wheel guys. 32, I believe, right? 32 are yep. scheduled. Yeah, we'll see how they go out. <laughs> uh, second to last race here this afternoon at Button Willow and here at the Cow Club. And speaking of Cow Club and Button Willow, before I get the chance to do it, I would like to say thank you to everybody out here. My second time out here, everybody out here is so nice, very um, not afraid to give you guys a hand or anything like that. You guys are great out here, and I'd just like to thank you guys for that. And that comes from the whole crew, Tim. I mean, we all have yep. fun out here. And a great oh, Cal Club Cal Club is just fantastic. I can't say any more about it. You know, they're, they're all great. We want to thank Mark and CeCe for all their help and everybody else. Yep, absolutely. You guys are great. Thank you. All right, let's check in with Bob. Bob's sitting over here in the hot tub, man. And that's why. It figures. You, you uh. didn't know that I had one delivered? No, I didn't. You've kept that pretty quiet today, Bob. Well, yeah, so I'm over here with the Bud Girls. You had figures. You had it shipped up from uh, Willow Springs, right? I did, actually, and uh, it was a lot of work to get it set up, but uh, uh, you were talking about Mark and Cece. Well, they got helped me out, and so here I am. If you hear the bubbles in the background, uh, that uh, has nothing to do with the racing. <laughs> All right, well, cars are going on the track now, Bob, so... Uh, you know, turn the bubbles down a notch or two because it's time to go racing. Uh, All right. Open wheel wing style, buddy. Everybody loves somebody's. Oh, wait a minute. Okay, that's something else. All right. Yeah, I'm ready. At I'm least ready you, right here. At least you didn't start seeing tiny bubbles. No. No. You start doing that, Johnny Crean might get out and dance on the uh, grid area. Oh, my God. You well, you know, Don Ho, you know Don Ho was from Hawaii. Hey, I what? do know. Yes, yes. Okay. Yes, I want to have I'm to aware. announce here the gift shop is closing at 3 p.m. I want to thank everybody. And also, I, I, I'm very sorry to the Cali Photo guys. They're down in the cafe. They'll be here till 3 o'clock. So they were taking pictures all weekend long. You get a chance, you might want to go over there and check out. Maybe uh, purchase some photos of your cars on the track here. Uh, that would be Cali Photo. They're down in the corner in the cafe. And, Mike, I think the tire shop is going to be closing early yes. as well. Tire shop will be closing, so if you have a bill, I'd go over there and pay it off. Unless you're on the track right now racing, then you'll have to do it when you're done. But if you've had tires uh, this weekend, go over and take care of that and uh, pay your bills because I'm sure they'd appreciate it. All right, looks like we have one car getting uh, jump start push started here <laughs> to get on the track. So that's two cars that had a little bit of a hard time getting started. And our overall uh, our pace car is coming through Riverside right now, Mike. Well, they better get that thing going because there's one more car behind them that's got to get out there. So I guess they're having some problems here. Oh, that's a, This is a split start, by the way, with uh, Formula Atlantic, Formula Enterprise 2, P1, P2, and PX in the first group, Formula Continental, and Formula X in the second group. So a split start here this afternoon. We'll have a split start in race seven also. We'll get to that later. I hear him by you, Bob. Yep, they're right here, Mike, uh, looking right across at him. It looks like the lights are already out on the pace car. These guys are pushing up and then hitting the brakes and uh, doing some scrape, and they want to get some uh, some temperatures in those brakes and certainly some temperatures in the tires, some heat in the tires and heat in the brakes in order to uh, 
uh, be able to uh, just put the pedal to the metal as soon as they see that green flag fly. So as they're coming through Star Mazda, uh, everybody's starting to form up rather nicely, actually, uh, pretty much in advance. I, you know, usually the groups don't form up until at least the last minute. <laughs> These guys are starting to form up already. That's, that's pretty cool. But uh, our overall leader as uh, that uh, uh, Bailey and uh, Romer, those guys are side by side now, and uh, they're kind of look, looking forward to see another great race like we had yesterday, Mike. Yeah, I was surprised that Romer could not keep up with Bailey yesterday. I mean, Bailey just kind of walked the field, and Romer, we know, is, is an excellent driver and always has a good machine. Just surprising. So we'll have to see if that changes here uh, this afternoon. And again, Jim Devonport and Todd Slusher, there are no uh, slouches there either. So we'll have to see what happens. But then you got that Formula Atlantic of Kevin Koch right in between Romer and Devonport. Here they come around sunset down the front stretch. And we're waiting for the green flag. And we've got it. We are racing. As they come down the uh, front stretch, it's going to be Romer now going all the way to draw, or Devonport, rather. Jumps up to second, goes to the inside, tries to make the pass to take the lead. I'm not sure if he could or not, Tim. All right, we had a whole bunch of everybody got all bunched up so this first lap we'll let him go around we'll get it reset here a lot of heavy braking going in to cotton corner though mike all right, Daniel Swanbeck leading the Formula Continentals over Troy Shooter and Irina De Silva coming down to you. All right, so we have up in the front, looks like it's Romer, Devonport, Bailey, a little uh, switching around there. Bob, you're going to have to figure it out for us. Looks like the 26, 23, and the 15 in that order. Not sure, though. Mike, that's the way it is over here, and uh, they are just hauling freight. But they're followed very closely by uh, uh, Kenton Cock and uh, Todd Slusher as well. These guys are all pretty much into the breaking zone now. Uh, this race is not going to settle out for a while here. So as, uh, as they come out of Star Mazda and into the S's, uh, our overall leader right now is car number 23, Jim Devonport. Then you got Chip Romer and Aaron Bailey as uh, they're coming out of the S's. And the rest of them following closely behind as uh, they come out of uh, the S's into the drag. Little uh, shoot there and over to Sunset and over to you, Mike. All right. Well, Jim Devonport is in the lead. Chip Romer second. Aaron Bailey third. Todd Slusher fourth. Move Kenton Cook back to fifth. Tim? All right. We're going to the situation going here in the office. We have a standing yellow. Someone lost his back all right, so Jim Devonport starting up third or fourth in the field jumped up to the lead right at the beginning. He didn't waste any time getting in front. And there he is going into Riverside. He's got about a four-car length lead over Chip Romer. Another four back to Bailey. Bob? Uh, I've got nothing in front of me, Mike. Uh, they're still now. There, there they go. There they come. All right. So we've got Devon, Devonport, Romer, and Bailey uh, coming off the top of uh, Lost Hill, and uh, it looks to me like Romer may have some speed on Devonport. 
today. I'm not sure, but uh, as they closed down into the breaking zone, either Devonport went to the binders early or and Romer went late or something because they just uh, they, they closed up very quickly here. Now as they come through the S's, it's pretty much evenly matched. Devonport, Romer, and Bailey all going through with Slusher and Koch, uh, Koch uh, a little bit uh, off pace, but uh, not too far back as they come around to you, Mike. All right, crossing the line. Devonport has a one-second lead over Romer. Another 1.1 back to Bailey in third. They're already past me and over to Tim again. All right, guys, that is correct. Devonport is all right and they're they're just through a double yellow pace cars coming out we'll be picking up the lead field here in uh once they come back around so it looks like everybody now is kind of slowing down a little bit. We are under a double yellow situation here at Button Willow. Uh, Mike, it looks yeah. like it looks it looks like whatever happened happened just out of Riverside. The uh, car is not visible because of the emergency services vehicles that are uh, attending to it, but it is just uh, on the exit to Riverside, just before the Lost Hill. All right, well, that's right out of uh, my sight where there are uh, trees in the way. So, well, wait a second. Now I can found a spot where I can maybe peek through. So let me see what I can come up with. All right, I can see the car. Can't get a car number. It's too far away. Uh, looks like heavy damage on the back. It looks like they're missing a wheel or something back there. So uh, we'll have to check that. And try to find out who that could have been. So let's take a look at this. Time, time to leave me loose, wheel. I'm going to mute you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Crean, Dave Tweedle, Matt Treglia, Greg Labadia, and Glenn Woloski did not make the starting grid. Joseph Moran in the 7, Tom Hope in the 18, Peter West in the 21. That's a P1 and two Formula Continentals. Uh, they have not finished a lap. And I believe, Bob, the car that's over there is a Continental. So I'm not sure. We're going to check in with Tim over on that side and see if he's got anybody off track. I don't have anybody off track, but Mitch, our pace car driver, has now has Devonport and Jim Rover and company under his control going through the off-ramps. pace car is on track and has the field. All right. So I'm wondering if Moran, Hope, and West, two out of those three were the guys that were uh, on the grid and couldn't get started. That would make sense there. That would uh, let us know what's that. So I'm not sure if it's Hope or West that had the incident over there outside of Riverside. So let's reset the field here real quick. In a prototype one. Well, let's go to Formula Atlantic. It's Kenton Coke, and that's it. As Greg Labotti did not make the starting field. In Formula Continental, we got uh, Daryl Swanbeck, Troy Shooter, Rick Payne, top three. And then Hope at West, of course, did not do anything. And then, of course, uh, Harinda De Silva in fourth, Nick Kodenko in fifth, John Fabrizianic in sixth, Paul McFarlane seventh, Kim Wilcox running in eighth right now. In Formula Enterprise 2, it's T.J. Aker, then Whitney Strickland, Caleb Schrader, Corey Condit, Paul Marino, John Yateman. 
In Formula X, it's Terrence Kelleher, Max Parker, and Dave Schnell in that order. Prototype 1 is Jim Devonport, Chip Romer, Aaron Bailey, Todd Slusher. In Prototype 2, it's Tim Day Jr. and John McIntyre. And then finally, Prototype X, Dave Tweedley. And he's not out there, so we don't have any Prototype X drivers on the track today. Mike, we have actually two cars up on on the hook ah. uh, back over here. So there was a uh, an incident, not just a one car off. So there we had two cars, and again, they're too far away to get numbers. It looks like one's a red car and the other's a white car. Uh, can you tell if they're both Formula Continentals? Uh, that's kind of tough because uh, they're kind of crunched up, but and they are behind the uh, the tow vehicles. Uh, they've got them up in the air, so tough to tell. I don't see. Can't tell whether. Yeah, it's real. I, I would. I would be. I would hesitate to guess. Yeah, well, would the the uh, car. Uh, no one of them is a Formula Continental. I can tell that from up here. I can. That's the only one I can see. Um, but we are missing another Formula Continental and a P1. So I think you'd be able to tell I the difference between yeah, a P1 yeah, and a yeah, Continental. No, this is no, no. I think they're two Continentals because I don't okay. see a. It doesn't look like a P1 car. Okay. Well, that would make sense then. Tom Hope and Peter West. Uh, okay. That straightens out. Then we just don't know what happened to Joe Moran. <laughs> but all right, here we are. 14 laps in the book. 26 minutes as the clock keeps ticking. We are under a double yellow situation here at Button Willow. You got anything to add, Tim? Yes, I do. I was able to find out that the number 53 of McFarlane was the one who lost his back uh, cone area. Our lovely corner worker over here is retrieving that from the track, so these guys don't have to worry about that when they come back around. So good props to these guys out here breathing the, the nice temperatures and everything to help keep these guys safe, too. All right, so a little bit of uh, action going on over there, all over the track. All right, Mike, yes. the uh, pace, pace car is going by me with the lights still on, and so we're going to go at least another lap in, under caution. All right. Well, better safe than sorry here as Waitner pulling the double yellow here from the starter stand. And now that's going out the other side of the starter stand. So we're still at double yellow. Okay. Good thing they have two people up here at the starter stand. So here they come by one more time. Again, Jim Devonport is your leader. Chip Romer second. Aaron Bailey third. Todd Slusher fourth. Kenton Coke is running fifth. Rounding out the top ten. Tim Day Jr. is 6th, John McIntyre 7th, T.J. Aker is 8th, Whitney Strickland ninth, and Caleb Schrader is in 10th. Now, the good part about this is Aker, Strickland, and Schrader, 8th, ninth, and 10th, are all FE2 drivers. Hmm, imagine that. And then you have Tim Day Jr., John McIntyre, a couple prototype 2 drivers. They're back-to-back. -back. I'm not seeing where uh, on here what Chip Romer is. Okay, Romer is a P1 car. So at the front of the field, you have P1 is Devonport, Romer, Bailey, and Slusher. So we have four P1s, our Formula Atlantic, two P2s, three or four, five, six FE2s in a row. So this ought to be a really good restart here. And then right behind them, a couple Formula Continentals, we've got about six, seven of them. So they're lined up pretty much by class right now. So we go to restart, Bob. There's going to be a lot of races within the race here when we get going again. No question about that, Mike. And with uh, the number of laps we have, what's it? Uh, you've got about 24 minutes uh, still left on the clock. 
there's plenty of time for just about anything to happen. So, you know, it all starts from ground zero with that green flag. And, uh, you know, the race is uh, a, a, it's basically a shortened now sprint race uh, to, the, to the checkered flag. So uh, it could be anybody's, anybody's game right now. Well, I'd say yes and no on that about a sprint race, Bob, because we have 13 laps. Next time they come by, it'll be 12 laps. Now, it'll probably be another minute and a half before they get over here. They're running a uh, minute 35 laps. So the 13 or 12 laps is still in play. And as long as we have no more greens, they can run this out to the full length of the race. As we lose Bob again. All right, so they have pulled the yellow this time again, and they're putting it away. So I think we're going green this time around. Bob, you back? Yep, I'm right here, Mike. Uh, Pace car has uh, turned its lights out as it comes through uh, uh, Star Mazda turn. So we are going green this uh, this lap as soon as they come around to you. Uh, the drivers are starting to realize that the lights went out. So uh, starting to do a little tire scrubbing. You've got uh, Romer at... Um, uh, uh, Devonport, or Devonport and Romer, I should say, and Aaron Bailey at the lead of the, of the race, and you can hear the uh, engines picking up from here. So over to you, Mike. All right, so Devonport controls the field as soon as that pace car comes on pit road, which there he is, and here they come around sunset. Green flag almost right away, and there we go. Devonport does not get the greatest jump because Romer stays right on his tail, Tim. <laughs> Still on his tail, coming out of sunrise is Devonport. That is So no changes there. It's Devonport, Romer, Bailey, and Slushers. They go through the dogleg in the back, and it looks like Devonport's opened up about a four-car length lead. Now making a move on Romer is Aaron Bailey as they go into Riverside side-by-side, side, but then he backs off, figures better of it, and he drops about two car lengths back. Then you're going to find Kenton Coke in fifth. Tim Day Jr., John McIntyre fighting for that P2 lead. Bob, over to you. Devon. Devonport and Romer getting really close to each other. You got about three car lengths between Romer, Bailey, and Slusher. But uh, as as you mentioned, uh, these guys are ready to rock and roll here as uh, they're released onto the green. Now Romer uh, drops back in uh, in the Star Mazda turn a little bit behind Devonport. Uh, he was right up on uh, Devonport's uh, backside. Uh, car number fifteen, Aaron Bailey, gets past him in the Star Mazda turn, so it's Devonport, Bailey, Romer, and then Slusher as they come around uh, Sunset and over to you, Mike. All right, coming down the front stretch, it's a two-car breakaway at the front. It is Devonport. It is Bailey. He's got about a car, Devonport's got about a car length lead over Bailey around Sunrise. Hold that as he's coming out of Sunrise right now. Sunrise and into the off ramp we go. It is definitely All right, heading through uh, Grapevine, it is still Devonport. 
through the middle of the dogleg, about a car length and a half, but here comes Bailey. Bailey's making a run on Devonport. He's got him. Side by side, going into Riverside. Bailey has to back out again, and that leaves uh, Devonport to open it up by about a car length, Bob. Yep, as they come into the uh, uh, the exit of, uh, of Riverside, that uh, makes all the sense in the world as they come over to the top of the hill there. It is still Devonport. It is Bailey as they go over the uh, the Lost Hill into the drag strip and into the breaking zone for Star Mazda. They compress down. You've got Devonport, Bailey, and Slusher. <coughs> Nose to tail, Slusher right on Bailey's gearbox. Devonport still holding the holding the lead by only by a car length as they come out of the S's into that little straight and over to Sunset and over to you, Mike. All right, Devonport's got the lead over Bailey. Slusher now up the third as they are across the line here, about a car length and a half separating all of them. Kenton Coke is up the fourth. Chip Romer fell all the way back to fifth. In P2, Tim Day Jr. still holding the lead over John McIntyre. In FE2, TJ Aker holding off Strickland, who's got Caleb Schrader right on his tail for that second spot in FE2. Tim? All right, back up at the front of the field. Bailey making another run at Devonport going into Riverside. Bob, Devonport got the lead, but he opens it back up going to hitting that bank in about two car lengths, maybe three over Bailey. Well, he's going to run into a waving yellow car. Number 27 is dead stick on the driver's right side of the drag strip. Those guys have to slow down a little bit, and that uh, puts them about three car lengths apart as they go into Star Mazda. Star Mazda, the end of that yellow, and now they're back racing again. They close down a lot as it's down to about a car length to two car lengths as they come out of Star Mazda. It's Devonport. It's Bailey now three car lengths behind. Four car lengths back to Slusher and about a car length back to Koch as they come through the S's over that sh uh, quick short straight and over to Sunset and over to you. All right, as Devonport comes by, he's got about a two-car length lead now over the 16 or 15 car of Aaron Bailey and then drop back to uh, the 82 of Todd Slusher, who's fell off pace a little bit, about five car lengths back. He is fighting Kenton Coke for that fourth or the third spot on uh, in the race. Tim? Yeah, is trying to make his move as he was almost nose to tail with Slusher coming through the uh, offlane. All right, as they go down the back stretch, there goes Bailey again into Riverside, making a run on Devonport. He's about a car length back. But taking that banking, it looks like Devonport's going a little higher, using the banking to slingshot him around there, and he pulls away from Bailey one more time. As they come over the top of Lost Hill, they still have a waving yellow there. Uh, that uh, car has uh, been removed from the track, but it is still uh, uh, creating a caution situation. Until they get down to Star Mazda, the next flag station, that's all green. But uh, it is Devonport, it is Bailey, it is a car length apart. Then you're going back about five to ten car lengths, and Slusher and Koch are duking it out. Uh, that's a great race there with uh, Slusher and Koch 
about a car length apart as well. They're coming through the S's and up through Sunset and over to you, Mike. Attention to Pit and Paddock. Attention to Pit and Paddock. Race Group 7, GT3, STL, STU, T2, T3, T4. This is your first call to the grid. Race Group 7, GT3, Super Touring Light, Super Touring Under, Touring 2, 3, and 4. This is your first call to the grid. Let's do a quick update. P1, Jim Devonport is your leader just over Aaron Bailey in a very close race here. Todd Slusher running in third. In Formula Atlanta, Kenton Coke, he's all by himself. Formula Continental, a great battle there also with Troy Shooter and Rick Payne at the front of the field. In Formula Enterprise 2, TJ Aker, a little bit of a lead over uh, Caleb Schrader now as they're pulling away from Whitney Strickland and the rest of the field. In Formula X, Max Parker has a big lead now over David Schnell. Terrence Carraher fell way back. In Prototype 1, it's still Devonport, Bailey, and Slusher with Romer falling off pace. And finally, in P2, Tim Day Jr. still battling John McIntyre for the lead there. Bob, over to you. All right, as our overall leaders, Devonport and Bailey, are nose to tail going into Star Mazda turn. They're going to be coming up on some slower cars. But Bailey, Bailey is off pace. He is way, he's gone off and uh, basically is in the process of parking the car. Bailey is stopped on the exit of uh, Star Mazda before the S's is pulled way off the track. His day is done. Devonport takes it away. Uh, so you've got Devonport, Slusher, and Koch coming over to you, Mike. All right. Well, Devonport is starting to pass the back of the field here as he has opened up a pretty good lead now. He's got Todd Slusher behind him now as it looks like Aaron Bailey's day is done. Chip Romer still running fourth overall, third in P1. Tim? Devonport had to tiptoe through the traffic over here at Sunrise, and uh, Todd Slusher had to do the same thing as now he is caught up in all. He is really caught up in that traffic going into Cotton Corner right now. And Devonport is just loving that, being able to pull away all by his lonesome out there, Mike. Yeah, Devonport's got nobody in front of him, nobody behind him. Clear sailing. Now, here comes Slusher. Coke right behind him now as he has caught him. Now, it's side-by-side side going into Riverside. Can Kenton Coke and that formerly Atlantic make the pass? He cannot. He drops back in behind Slusher. Bob? And they uh, come up on that hill. They compress down just a little bit, but uh, he is not uh, given up yet because as they come off the hill, uh, it is a drag race down that drag strip, and it looks like Slusher has got the uh, got the speed right now into the braking zone. Slusher breaks. Now Koch breaks, and uh, uh, down to about a car length as they come out of Star Mazda and into the S's. It is about a car length. Can they do anything with it? No. Uh, Koch cannot do anything. He drops back a couple of more uh, car lengths. So he's about three car lengths as they come out of the S's into that short straight around Sunset and over to you, Mike. All right, Jim Devonport goes by to 137.5. Fastest lap time was a 135.4 in this race, or no, a 134.7 by Kenton Koch. Uh, in this race, but uh, still, it's Devonport, six-second lead over Todd Slusher. Tim? Devonport making a statement, past the 52 in the car lane as they're going down the I-5 right now. Slusher and Koch, about two car lanes separates them as they're going down the I-5 also. Devonport is on the back stretch, Mike. 
All right, Jim Devonport, as he's passing more cars, putting them a lap down. He's This is another textbook drive. We've seen it with Mike Lewis earlier. Now we're seeing it with Jim Devonport as he is picking them up, putting them down, passing these cars, and just making it look easy. Bob, he's around Riverside to you. He certainly is, and as you mentioned, putting on quite a school. But, uh, hey, look, uh, you know, you, you expect that from a guy that's uh, got that kind of experience. Devonport putting another car down, a lap down here as uh, we're looking for Slusher and Koch. And uh, they're making their way through some slower cars, slower traffic as well. Uh, still no change there. They're about a car length apart as they go into Star Mazda. Star Mazda uh, has uh, a lot of occupants right now. <laughs> and uh, uh, it is creating some issues here for uh, Slusher and the Koch. But uh, they get through it, and uh, a couple of uh, couple of other cars do a little bit of uh, off-wheel action here. But Slusher and Koch make it through, and they through are through Sunset and over to you, Mike. All right, as we're coming around here, as the laps are winding down, we have got three to go. There goes Chip Romer now as he got around Koch. So it's now Devonport, Slusher, and Romer. Uh, from first to third P1 drivers, it's 9.7 seconds. But Romer coming close to catching Todd Slusher. Tim? And Romer's are coming up on a slower car going into pot corners. So Romer's probably liking this because he's able to close in a little bit more. So you're going to see that passing of a slow car on the backstretch, Mike. All right, well, and here they come as they pass. They go three wide, and it looks like um, I'm not sure, but I do believe that's Romer passing Slusher going into Riverside. Bob, you have to uh, check that, and if it is Romer, he's found another gear, and he's pulling away from that car. It does look like Romer from this stand, this viewpoint, and that is uh, that's really surprising here as uh, as they come on down the drag strip. Going into the uh, Star Mazda turn. Again, as we've said, they compress down for the braking zone. Let's take a look here as they come out and see what happens here. We've got Devonport in the lead still. That is uh, that is a given here. But uh, right on his, uh, right on the back, you've got, uh, it looks like uh, uh, Chip Romer here coming out. And then, of course, Slusher after that. So uh, let's take a look as they come through. Uh, sunset and over to you, Mike. All right, Devonport by, Romer by, and Slusher. So that was uh, Slusher that Romer blew by there. Yep. At uh, Riverside. Yep. Attention to Pit and Paddock. Attention to Pit and Paddock. Second call to the grid for race group seven. GT3, STL, STU, T2, T3, T4. Again, GT3, Super Touring Light, Super Touring Under, and Touring 2, 3, and 4. This is your second call to the grid. Tim? That was absolutely amazing what Rover did. Passing All right, uh, well, I'll take the call here. <laughs> no, maybe not. Um, I'm looking for where uh, Slusher and Romer are now. They might be back over by Bob. They're over by me, Mike. And, All right. Uh, they are still passing some slower cars. Uh, Devonport, Romer, Slusher, and Koch uh, all going into the breaking zone of Star Mazda right now. 
And uh, coming out uh, of that, we have, of course, uh, there, there's our, our overall leader, uh, Devonport. There's Chip Romer. There's Slusher and Koch as they go on by and come over to you, my friend. All right, and there goes Jim Devonport past the 96 of Herinda De Silva. 14 cars left on the lead lap. Romer goes by six seconds back. Slusher by 2.7 behind Romer. Romer is out, had just outrun Devonport by almost through, well, two and a half seconds faster that last lap. Tim? All right, take a look here. All right, well, he's going down the back stretch right now, and he's got uh, pretty much the uh, length of the dog leg between him and Romer. I'm going to keep an eye on the times because we've got three laps to go here, and Romer ran, outran him by 2.3 seconds at last lap. And uh, I'll tell you, he, that Romer is definitely catching up. Whatever happened to him earlier, he fixed it. Bob, over to you. Jim Devonport into Star Mazda all right ready with uh, Chip Romer and Todd Slusher nose to tail here coming through. Uh, passing some slower cars, that's going to slow him down just a little bit. But uh, not a whole lot because they're coming into the braking zone there as they go on through. Now, Devonport just goes by me. Uh, now, let's see. Chip Romer should be coming up here. Yep, that's Romer. And then we have uh, Slusher. And uh, now, finally, uh, Ted Koch as he goes by as well. All over towards you, Mike. All right. Devin Port is by me right now to 136.258. Chip Romer. There he goes, right by me with a 138.5. So when he picked up last lap, he just lost his time around. Tim? About five, six car lengths up right now. All right, and all those close races we had a little earlier have all really opened up. So it's back up to the front. Devonport heading on down. There's Romer. There is Slusher. And there's Kevin Koch right behind uh, Slusher. Wants that third overall spot back as they go into Riverside. Bob? Yep, as they hop over the uh, Lost Hill, uh, they're getting really close. Let's see what's, at, what's going on here. Side-by-side -side action uh, with uh, uh, Koch and Romer, or Koch and Slusher. Slusher, did he make the pass? He made the pass. Did he? Can he make it stick? It looks like he may have made that uh, pass and made it stick, Mike, as uh, car number, uh, yeah, there, there goes Devonport. There goes Romer. Nope, Slusher was not able to make that stick. So you've got Slusher and Koch uh, still nose to tail as they come out of the S's into that short straight and over to Sunset. All right, Jim Devonport by the start finish line. White flag is in the air. He just passed the 87 at Troy Shooter. 12 cars on the lead lap. Let's walk Devonport around, Tim. Uh, no one in front of him right now. He's going to have a little bit of a traffic to deal with going into pot corners, but he's stuck behind that car. 
Nope, he was able to get around as he's coming down the back stretch, Mike. All right, that's the only hope that Chip Romer has is that the tra traffic holds up Devonport, but it doesn't look like it's happening because there goes Devonport, and here comes Ro or uh, yeah, Romer. He's still got a couple cars, slower cars. He's gotten around him, but Devonport over through Riverside, Bob. Yep, over through Riverside. He's coming up on some slower cars, but that certainly is not going to stop him from uh, making this a uh, uh, flag to flag here as uh, he comes through and uh, getting on down the drag strip. Uh, ran into some little traffic there that uh, did slow him down a little bit. The driver, I don't believe, even saw him as, uh, as he goes around that driver and comes into Star Mazda. That holdup allowed, uh, allowed our uh, second-place runner to cut Chip Romer to get a little closer to him, but still not enough to uh, make a difference here. They're still about four car lengths apart as they come past me and over to the short shoot and over to Sunset and over to you, Mike. Jim Devonport coming down the front stretch right now. The checkers are waving. Jim Devonport wins. Chip Romer right behind him, only four-tenths of a second. Romer outran Devonport that time by five and a half seconds. Not enough. But he comes home second. Todd Slusher comes home third. Kenton Koch will be fourth. And that's the way that wraps up there. So let's give it a couple seconds here, and then I give you a rundown via class. But uh, I'll tell you, a great run there, Bob, by uh, Jim Devonport. I mean, he started out, you know, uh, third third row and took the lead by lap one and won the race. <laughs> well, you know, that starts are so absolutely important, but a clean start and a good start are even more important. And that's, that's exactly what Devonport got. He had a good start. It was clean. He had luck go his way. And uh, he just uh, put his foot down and didn't look back. And that's uh, that's why he won this race. Well, the timing was perfect. Uh, you know, as soon as the green came out, he just floored it, went to driver's left, three wide down the front stretch, and got in front of, before turn one. And that was all she wrote. All right, so Formula Atlantic. The winner there is Kenton Koch. He's the only one in that uh, particular class. Formula Continental, Troy Shooter wins it by 1.4 seconds over Rick Payne. Horrenda De Silva rounds out the podium. Nick Kodenko finishes fourth. Paul McFarland fifth. John Fabrizianic sixth. Kim Wilcox finishes seventh. Daniel Swab, uh, Swanbeck finishes eighth. 11 laps down. In Formula Enterprise 2, let me see, yeah. Formula Enterprise 2, T.J. Aker wins it by 1.3 seconds over Caleb Schrader. Whitney Strickland in third. Corey Condit fourth. John Yateman fifth. Paul Marino finishes in sixth, two laps down. In Formula X, Max Parker gets the win. Lapped Karen's Carraher and David Schnell. So Parker uh, showing a lot there and uh, just kicking everybody's you-know-what in that uh, class today. In P1, it is Jim Devonport by... Four-tenths of a second over Chip Romer. Todd Slusher in third. Aaron Bailey finishes in fourth. Eight laps down after having some issues. And in P2, Tim Day Jr. beats John McIntyre. And that rounds out the field. So now we'll go back here. And we'll take a bit of a break as we are in the 10-minute break now between races for our last race. So let's make last call to the grid for our last race group. 
Attention to Pit Paddock, Race Group 7, GT3, STL, STU, T2, T3, T4. This is your final call to the grid. Race Group 7, GT3, STL, STU, T2, T3, T4. This is your final call to the grid. All right, we're going to take a break, but before we go there, I want to let everyone know that coverage of the Cal Club Hoosier Racing Tower SECA Super Tour here at Button Willow Raceway Park has been brought to you locally on the Performance Motorsports Network by East Street Racing. From race prep to engine builds, East Street Racing is your Mazda Miata headquarters. Keep an eye on Jim Drago in the number two, Preston Partis in the 42 as they take on the best in class all season long. And also by Branding Speed. It's the new book by Fritz Wilkie. Own the number one new release in motorsports. Branding Speed is full of practical real-world branding tips that you can use to take your team to the next level, all the while keeping within a grassroots size budget. Buy Branding Speed on Amazon.com today. And I've got the book, and it is a very good book. I would suggest you go out and get it. All right, time for a break, and we'll be right back. You're listening to the 2022 Hoosier Racing Tire SECA Super Tour live on SECA.com front slash live. 101.9 here at the track on PMN2.com. And as always, your Super Tour home on the Performance Motorsports Network. <laughs> 